three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. December so far. Hope you're all staying safe. Got another review here in the Real Holiday series, and this one is for one another one of my personal favorite TV shows, really that's ever been done. I think this is one of the most important shows in Black culture. I do not think it is nearly <clears throat> talked about enough, but we are talking about the Boondocks, a Huey Freeman Christmas. So this was season one of the boondocks so really to put this in perspective uh there was an episode in season one about robert uh, about r kelly uh there's the garden party episode where huey talks about ronald reagan being the devil uh there is a episode in season one about uh homosexuality and hip-hop there's an episode of uh with a bob ross reference uh, a bob ross plot pardon me um, and there's an episode in season one about there's an episode in season one about Uncle Ruckus feeling like he's ordained to go ahead and uh, that he's being uh, led to go ahead and go to war with people of color. So that's season one. And it's crazy how much better the show actually gets from season one. I think season three is still the strongest season of the Boondocks. I won't even mention season four, but this episode in particular, I think hits maybe not the hardest in season one, but it's definitely, it's a little surprising Aaron Magruder never did another Christmas episode uh, for the Boondocks. So this episode in particular starts off with Jasmine uh, up in church talking about, uh, talking about Santa and praising Santa. And you see all these people in the church doing flips and everything. And what I find hilarious about this is that it's two incredibly different ideologies as the show typically was. You've got Riley and you've got Huey. Riley is all about, he feels, it's it, it's basically Fat Man. He feels like he hasn't gotten what he deserved as a kid from Santa Claus. So he's on a crusade uh, to take down Santa. And Huey, bottom line, just really... He doesn't hate Christmas, but he fully is just against that Christmas is not portrayed the way it's supposed to be portrayed and that it really is filled with lies as far as why people celebrate it. And the fact that if you're a Christian, you really probably shouldn't be celebrating Christmas, which the show gets into, which I really appreciate, but we'll get there. So so this movie or this episode's flyout starts off with Riley taking a golf club to a mall Santa yelling, I'm coming for that ass, and even go so far to jump Santa, pin him down, and start pulling out his beard, it's not until mall security comes and runs him down that he runs away, but he's pissed that he quote-unquote didn't finish the job, and I love that the Santa that they have freaks out and goes, where the fuck were you guys to help to help me? 
which makes me incredibly happy. Uh, Riley's history teacher uh, in this movie or in this episode is talking about Kwanzaa. And if you are a person of color and you've had someone who is uneducated on black customs trying to teach it to you or speak to you on it, it's an incredibly infuriating thing. So hearing this guy who clearly means well, but just has not done has not done the the has not done the research is pretty damn funny but it's very uncomfortable because it is so real i love the part where he's talking about kwanzaa and the teacher file asks who wants to uh who wants to uh lead the uh, uh harambe salute you know like come on Hugh. like and everyone looks at huey and i will tell you quick story the first time i remember learning about slavery in school was in seventh grade because we had this terrible unit where we learned about the Trail of Tears, which if you don't know what that is, oh my God. But we learned about the Trail of Tears and slavery back to back. And I remember going, wow, this is not the right time to be taking this history class. But <clears throat> but Huey goes ahead and talking to his teacher, he is asked by his teacher to direct the Christmas play and uh, Mr. Uberitz. He flat, Huey flat out says that I don't care about Christmas. And the teacher goes, you don't have to do a traditional Christmas play. Um, he flat out tells him, you can do whatever you want. And Huey even says, you will be fired if you do this. Because, <laughs> because Huey being Huey, <clears throat> as militant as Huey is, Huey understands that his vision is going to clash with what most people think, which is usually how Huey just kind of thinks it's kind of his thing, but he flat tells him you will be, you will be fired for being an irresponsible white person, but credit to his teacher. He really does seem like he gives a damn, um, which I, 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 how do I put this? I know it's hard to not be pessimistic of people sometimes, but if there is something that this episode does really well, the teacher while misinformed, he does come across very earnest, like he really does want Huey to succeed. It's not about him. And I really actually appreciate that. I wish more teachers, honestly, in general, were about that. And Huey flat out asks him, are you ready to see that vision? And the teacher goes, I'll give you complete creative control. And Huey, rightfully so, says, I want it in writing, which is, kids, that is something, that is a phrase you should learn. So... There, so, so it cuts to Grandpa right after that, and one thing I do love about this episode is that they are very much riffing on Charlie Brown Christmas. The music is very similar. Uh, Granddad is even watching, uh, clearly supposed to be watching Charlie Brown Christmas. Even the last frame is very much hinted at, but of course, you know, they don't want to get sued, so they don't actually show it on the TV, but you can very much imply that's what he's watching. And Huey pretty early on dropped some knowledge, which I really think more people should be hearing because Huey flat out goes, you know, granddad, Christmas is actually a pagan holiday and Jesus probably hates you for celebrating it, which if you look into it and the show gives you a little education on it. And so here's the thing for me, as someone who's a Christian, as someone who grew up in church as someone who loves God, I fully acknowledge I hate the religious, uh, just almost 
gymnastic routine you have to do sometimes with people. And the fact of the matter is, every church te- teaches it differently. Some churches talk about how, you know, gay marriage is okay, which it is, by the way. But some people use the Bible to go ahead and ridicule and condemn and judge. And I really do appreciate how this episode in particular uh flat out says that hey if you read the scripture god jesus wasn't born in winter the shepherds who saw uh who saw that would not have been out in the fields in fucking december uh because the palestinian winters are too cold i i love that i love that point so huey continues he says you know the the christmas holiday evolved from the roman holiday uh uh saturnalia uh <laughs> a winter festival where men gave gifts to each other. They would also get drunk, have sex with each other, and beat their wives. And there's actually a there's actually a painting of it, and it transitions from that time to Christmas, uh, to a Christmas painting. And it even says that the holiday was outlawed by the Protestant Church because of how wild it would get until the 1800s. Um, which, when you think about it in those terms, it's fucking nuts. And while this is clever, and it is very clever, after that, it turns into the whole gibberish, the wah-wah-wah-wah-wah from the Peanuts cartoons, because Granddad has completely blocked out what Huey is saying, and I think that's an incredibly powerful metaphor for how a lot of us think, or how a lot of people really do feel when things are questioned. Uh, I know for myself, uh, it's been hard, and I fully acknowledge it. I have tried very hard to not just unfriend every Trump, uh, every Trump voter on my friends list uh, because honestly, I, I want to know how the other side is thinking. I will be the first to admit I have definitely kind of cut back in that sense because at this point, I think I know pretty much every stupid argument that's going to be made <laughs> on that front. But I love the fact that this episode. Calls out something as far as that inconsistency that's always been a thing that's kind of made me go, um, but what about this? And so Huey, of course, begins writing his play, uh, his Christmas play, uh, while at the same time, Riley, and I will say this is the biggest laugh I got out of the whole episode. Uh, Riley starts off this, uh, this letter to Santa going, dear Santa, Santa, you are a bitch nigga. And he goes, whoa, wait, hold up, hold up. And as soon as he erased that part, I went, he's going to say bitch ass nigga, isn't he? And right on cue, Santa, dear Santa, you are a bitch ass nigga. And I remember thinking, wow, that is really fucking cruel, but it's incredibly funny. And I think the boondocks itself has always walked this fine line of educating with satirical. And it's a very hard line to walk. And there are times where you could argue that maybe it dips too much uh, on either side. But personally, for me, I think it pretty much strikes a perfect balance uh, nine times out of ten. The the only thing that is kind of a drag, I would say, about this episode is that because this episode is so Huey and uh, so Huey and Riley focused that while Jasmine's there, she she's she's there as a supporting character, which I guess isn't a, a bad thing because it's not really it, this isn't really about her. But regardless, so Riley goes ahead and 
and enlist Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones to come in and go ahead and co-produce the play. And I love the fact that they just go, oh yeah, I've known Huey for a long time. Huey's like nine or ten. And <laughs> and yet, and yet he knows Quincy Jones. Like, what the hell? But Riley goes, or Huey, pardon me, Huey goes ahead and basically burns down the whole play because he walks into the gym. The kids who are supposed to be in the play are dancing and just having fun, very much like in the Peanuts cartoon. And and Huey walks in and goes, what the hell are all of you doing? We're a couple weeks away from showtime. And the kids go, oh, well, we're trying to have fun. And Huey flat out goes, fun? Do I look like Charlie Brown? And the kid goes, no. And Huey asks again, do I look like Charlie Brown? And he fires all the fucking kids that are part of the play. And I love that immediately this kid looks up at Quincy Jones, like, Quincy, help. And and Huey Flowers says, don't talk to Quincy Brown. He's not going to help. Don't look at Quincy Brown. Uh, Quincy Jones, pardon me. Uh, He's not going to help you. And yells, get your asses out now. So now... The play turns into Huey trying to f- hire really the best of the best. Uh, there's a point where they're going through a cast list, him and the teacher, and I got incredibly just har- a hard amount of laughs out of <laughs> out of them going, oh, for the role of Mary, we have the third grade science teacher, or Mrs. Peterson, or we have Angela Bassett. And, <laughs> and Quincy Jones even goes, well, Mrs. Pearson gave a serious read, and Huey even goes, yeah, yeah, she did. But Quincy Jones, of course, goes, but I say Angela Bassett, and Huey's like, yep, me too. And just and just how the level continues to build in absurdity while continuing to actually prove its point, I thought it was incredibly well done. Uh, Denzel Washington is picked to go ahead and play uh, Joseph, I, I believe, and anytime the teacher wants to go ahead and try to kind of sway Huey and go, well, should we really be doing that? He flat out just holds up that contract and goes, you gave me creative control, which, you know, again, he did. But I love the way this episode progresses. Uh, You see these little glimpses of the play. You see Black Samurai in this. You see Huey really work on this play uh, day and night. Something that while it happened earlier in the episode, you know, with Huey trying to educate Granddad on uh, on why we celebrate Christmas and its true origins, there is this scene, there is a scene where Huey falls asleep on the computer, and Granddad looks at the play, uh, looks at what Huey's written, kind of his eyes kind of get big, not not like in a disapproving way, but it's kind of kind of going like, oh, okay, he 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 kind of knows what he's talking about. So he picks up Huey and puts him in bed. And I thought that was a, it's a rare moment of vulnerability for granddad that I really appreciated. Um, The last thing I will bring up here is that Huey is in the principal's office because it's his office. And he even has the uh, black Jesus uh, like in the background. And so the principal of the school even goes, oh, there's a continuity problem on page 32. Uh, I think the scene's supposed to be at night. And he goes, oh, and uh, by the way, Jesus can't be black. And so Huey looks at him like, what do you mean he can't be black? And the principal just goes, oh, he can't be black. Why don't we make Jesus another color? And two of the women he's with go, oh, what about white? And Huey rightfully so goes, but Jesus was black. 
The other woman goes, we could do Italian. And the principal retorts with Jesus Middle Eastern, which, and I love Huey so fucking much because Huey, if you've never read an interview with Aaron Magruder, Huey is clearly Aaron Magruder because he's just so frustrated, not just with his culture, but with the world at large. And it comes across in these in these episodes uh, and just in the show in general. And this scene in particular where Huey just kind of sighs and goes, look, in addition to, uh, to Arabs, the Middle East has always had many people of African descent whom you would consider black. And the teacher and the principal just goes, oh, yeah, we can't do it. So it's not a matter of he's right or wrong, even though he is right. But he flat out goes, oh, yeah, has to be white. And when you think about the depictions of Jesus throughout the years, Jesus, more often than not, is drawn as white. And let's be real, he is not. Uh, I, I, I think the ending for Riley's subplot, uh, it's, it, it, it is funny how they get Uncle Rutgis to be the only one who's actually, you know, wanting to be Santa after Riley tried to, after Riley tried to assassinate Santa. This really is more Huey's story than anything. It does feel like Riley's story, while it does fit into the theme as far as it being Christmas and everything, it, it is a little unnecessary. You don't really need it here because this really ends with Riley, uh, with Huey, pardon me, you know, just kind of going like, okay, you have to put on this play, you know, take my name off of it. And it, it's really quite sad because Huey clearly was passionate about it. And that is something that the show itself, I think, does a really good job of balancing is the fact that there are these times he was very militant. He's very gung ho. But like the like really happens with people of color um, in particular, and I'll just use this for myself. Sometimes the system or whatever term you want to put to it just beats you down in a way that you go, damn it, I don't want to do this anymore. And that was something that comes across very well here. And it made me really happy to see that. Uh, it made me really happy to see how they break this down and how they went ahead and actually um, laid this all out. So. Getting my final thoughts here, I thought the way they do mock Charlie Brown was really well done. I do like that. Uh, I do like that uh, Jasmine, while Uncle Ruckus is a piece of crap and calls and and calls uh, Riley a he uh, a heathen nigglet while he's while he's talking to Jasmine because it is Uncle Ruckus. I do appreciate he does restore her faith in Santa and just says, you know, it wasn't safe, but you know, maybe next year. And she flat out asks him, he's real. And, you know, Uncle Ruckus goes, Yeah, of course Santa's real. It's a rare moment of kindness from Uncle Ruckus to anyone who has any uh any semblance of color. <laughs> so yay, I guess. But overall I think this is one of, if not the most underrated episode of the Boondocks, because it is season one. It does get lost in the shuffle a little bit, but my God, this episode is so much fun, and it's so well written, and really start to finish uh, is a blast. The play itself does get a 20-minute standing ovation. It is, ironically enough, a shame, because the adults that were telling him to change it it seems like Huey actually would have had a point, uh, would have had a chance to make his point. 
a little bit if he just kind of roughed it out, but I get why he left. I mean, I probably would have done the same thing, but I digress. Overall, this is a solid A for me. I think this is an incredibly well done episode of The Boondocks, and I really think more people should go back and revisit this. If you haven't watched the show before, if you can't handle this episode, you won't be able to handle the show. <laughs> so this is actually a good gauge for if you could handle Boondocks. But overall, absolutely great stuff. But everyone, ha- uh, what's your favorite episode of season one of the Boondocks? I think that's a good, I think that's a very good question. For me, it would probably be, uh, probably be the Return of the King episode. The one with Martin Luther King Jr. coming back. That one is incredibly poignant and really gets across a lot of my personal frustrations um, when it comes to people of color and just how our culture um, has just been just savaged and taken advantage of. I, I, I really love that episode, but you can find us on Facebook uh, at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to like our gaming cha- uh, our gaming page at the Real Pineapple Games on Facebook as well. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, and don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, TuneUp, Amazon Music, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews come up here soon for Elf, uh, Die Hard, Batman Returns, as well as for Wonder Woman eighty four and Soul. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please stay safe out there. Wear a mask, and we'll talk to you soon.